0: Apple's WWDC Keynote Reaction, Part 1. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go to hellofresh.com slash macvoices16 and use code macvoices16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's zero trust, tailor-made for Okta. Book a demo today at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is a special Mac Voices live session that we did uh, just a few hours after Apple finished up its WWDC keynote and developer State of the Union because there's so much stuff here that we wanted to try to get it out to you, at least our initial reactions as quickly as we could, and then follow up a little bit later. We did two, are doing two Mac Voices Live sessions, depending on how you look at it. This one is the first one, recorded on June 5th, and it was done live on YouTube as usual with uh, members of our regular panel. We're going to do another one on June 6th, our regular show night, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. So if you're hearing or seeing this before that time, you're welcome to join us for the second part of our WWDC keynote reactions uh, at youtube.com slash TV. You can get in the chat, uh talk to each other, talk to us. We'd love to know what you're thinking. We have a whole lot more than was talked about here tonight on this first session, just because there was so much in this particular keynote. So in also in the interest of getting this out to you, I'm going to forego some of the usual editing. We decided to skip over some of our usual introductions and just get right to it, uh, right to the meat of the the situation. So uh, if you are seeing this in time, join us on Tuesday night, uh, Eastern time, for our second keynote reaction panel. And if not... You will get that also in the feeds following up very quickly to this one, just as soon as we can get it out to you. So with that, let's go. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is a special Mac Voices Live episode. We're recording this Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, just a few hours after Apple finished up the keynote announcements and the State of the Union for the Developers. Um, it was a packed full keynote. So what we're doing is we're going to do about an hour here now. Then we're going to do another hour tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, where you, wherever you are, in the usual Mac Voices Live time slot. But we wanted to at least get some initial reactions out to you and give you a chance to join us in the chat room and give us some of your reactions. Um, because of the packed nature of things and the fact that we want to keep it moving, I'm gonna dispense with the usual introductions. You probably know this panel by now. If not, I'll try to drop in some lower thirds at some point and also refer you to this refer you to the show notes. Um, so with that, I'm just gonna dive in and say thank you all for coming. It feels like it's been a long day. I I feel exhausted and I didn't even give a keynote, but I'm I'm tired. Um so th- What I thought we might start off with, excuse me, the first half hour, give or take here, is talk about everything but the Vision Pro, um, because there's a lot here already. And the other caveat I'm going to say is, you know, let's talk about things that matter to you. What things caught your eye that you might want to purchase or that are coming out relatively soon um, or just something that you thought was really cool? Uh, So. Who who wants to dive in with, with those caveats? Wow. Okay, Mark, you're up. First okay, hand up.
1: so lots of sexy hardware, not in the market for that. Uh, I I jumped to uh, Safari improvements. You know, I think the idea of profiles where you can have, uh, you know, separate cookies and separate settings, you know, I think that... Uh, you know, that uh, w- will be a really useful thing. I've been thinking, why doesn't it have a browser like that for about the past, uh, you know, 12 or 15 months? Uh, and then the other ability they have to make an app, you know, there used to be an app, I think it was called Liquid or something. I lost track of it when I moved to uh, Apple Silicon Mac uh, so that you can make sort of a dedicated, what looks like a dedicated uh, browser for you know, specific websites. Uh, though, both of those will be uh, really useful to me in terms of uh, improvements. Um, back to you.
0: And they're free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I find it really interesting that you jump right right out of the gate at that, um, because I know some of those really really caught my attention, too. Um, I, especially the one where you can turn a website into an app, which, in theory, is kind of what you've been doing now on the iPhone recently. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I like that a lot. Webb, I think your hand was second.
2: Um uh I was going to say that uh we we finally our our long nightmare is over there's a new Mac Pro. Um and uh we've been waiting for it. I don't know if there's anything that just blew me away but I bought a studio last year so I'm pretty much set for um, hardware for me but um, if you remember before I got the studio I was using the the, uh, trash can Mac so anyway I was excited to see it it's uh, it's way out of my league for anything that I need to do but I could see for somebody who's a a audio or video professional and, and having that excess capacity could be very helpful to them so we finally got a Mac Pro.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, and and it's a pro. I mean, this is not a compromised machine. Um, In fact, I haven't seen anything so far written up that says that there were any compromises made. This is just a flat out beast. Ben, you were you were I don't know what you were doing. You were doing one of
3: these. (laughs) Yeah, I I have to disagree with it not being compromised. It is a very, very good machine for audio and video engineers. It does everything that the Mac Studio did not. However, there are a lot of use cases of the current Mac Pro that this mac pro is simply does not have the power and ram capacity to uh replace in what way though yeah yeah it it literally goes from 1.5 terabytes of replaceable ram to a uh 192 gigabytes okay There is no way to replace or upgrade the GPU or the CPU, which are very good in the Mac Studio, uh, but there are a lot of Windows and Linux workstations that are going to be significantly more powerful.
4: But here's Uh. the thing, though, is that like because i've tried to help a lot of people with a lot of different use cases transition from mm-hmm. intel to app silicon um using you know doing all different kinds of things using all different kinds of programs to get there um mm-hmm. i haven't yet found anything where the number on the memory was the thing that was limiting like oh well this says it won't run if you don't have x gigabytes of memory like i haven't seen any of that with the Apple Silicon transition, because for some reason, like, and it may just be that I don't work with people who are doing enough mm-hmm. specifically scientific things, but I work with a lot of people who do a lot of audio production, a lot of video production, um, you know, professional studio folks and lots of people doing, like I said, lots of different things. And I still haven't found anything where it says my Intel machine needs this amount of memory, and you gave me this new computer that's Apple Silicon that has way less than that, and it's not working. Like I have yet to run into that in a wide variety of upgrade scenarios. So that's why I'm curious, because I haven't seen anybody say, due to the fact that I cannot hit this magical number, this absolutely does not work for me, because the processing is so different. Like That's been the reason I've presumed that it's just been working for everybody, is that uh because because of the way the throughput is managed which is so much different when it's shooting stuff out to memory shooting stuff out to scratch disk or whatever that it mm-hmm. hasn't been a problem and i don't want to get too far into the the weeds on that but i just haven't seen anybody say this simply doesn't work with apple silicon so that's why
0: yeah, ben, I'm That's with why her. I wanted
4: to know if you had one because I haven't. Yeah,
0: seen it. Ben, I'm with her. I, I, in fact, I just had a conversation with someone, ironically this week, who said that the the 16 gigs um, is not enough. You know, but when you start talking 192 gigs, I mean,
3: really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not enough for us for the vast majority of people it's going to be more than enough it has the limit it has the pci expansion that for say someone running a recording studio is going to need however there are some very high-end scientific tasks that need the ram that need the raw gpu speed and in those specific use cases this uh this does not have the the raw horsepower that the 2019 does i mean it could be that it's just that is so small of a use case that it just wasn't worth apple's time to serve those users anymore
1: well i would say that I understand everything you're saying, but you know let's wait until we actually see people run benchmarks on it because mm-hmm. you know I think the the improvements in terms of caching in terms of memory and mm-hmm. SSD on die, you know what, that that's a dramatic improvement in uh, performance relative to the Intel architecture. So mm-hmm. um let's wait and see what the actual performance is. Uh, but having said that, I still acknowledge your point that, no matter how, you're assuming it was equal or assuming is faster as they indicated, uh, mm-hmm. there's still going to be use cases that you know need way more hardware and performance, and you know that's uh, that's the reality of uh, a <laughs> you know, demanding, uh, you know, very sophisticated uh, computer world we're in, and Apple's just not going to be able to get all of those people.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I'm not sure that anybody should. You know, unless unless you're going to build a, a, you know, give someone the option to build a machine and cobble things together, and that then that comes with its own set of issues. Yeah. Jim's been sitting up here waiting patiently with his hand raised. So uh, the man, I, I recognize the man in the uh, blazing pink jacket. <laughs> uh, who the bl- man in the blazing pink jacket is muted. is muted. Yes, mm-hmm. I,
5: yeah. I'm saying I'm muted, and, of course, you can't hear that either.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> one thing I noticed right away about this announcement, I mean, this has been anticipated for two two years, right? Like, how are they going to do the Mac Pro and, and match, you know, what the 2019 was? And, you know, that's been hotly discussed on our show, many other shows, blog posts. and And now suddenly, you know, Apple, like, does the bare minimum above just issuing a past press release. You know, it's like, oh yeah, here's the Mac Pro, Uh, moving on. Um, (laughs) And I kind of suspect that that is because of what Ben said, Um, that, you know, there are going to be people that are going to be sorely disappointed uh, about this and that it's not matching. And so, you know, they're just kind of like, let's bury this. And, you know, we've got a ton of good news here um and we'll just bury this and hopefully nobody will notice. I do think that um you know the the number of people that are really need to be on 192 is is probably extremely small. I'm sure Apple has really good statistics on you know what's out there and you know we may well be talking about just a few hundred customers. um so you know, and I and I and I think it's not a question of Apple um, blowing them off or uh, you know whatnot. I the reason, at least in the developer community, why we were so all you know, I certainly was fascinated to see what happened was you know yeah, how are they going to do this? The the architecture of the Apple Silicon just really doesn't allow for that kind of expansion. So are they going to come up with some completely rearchitected? you know, scheme to, for these few hundred customers? And the answer is no. Um, The answer is, you know, know, sorry, Uh, we just, this is not economically feasible. Um, That's probably the right answer. You know, I mean, a lot of those people are probably, you know, buying other Intel machines anyway, and they still can do that. But. Um... It's,
4: it's also entirely <laughs> possible those users can't do anything with an Apple Silicon machine anyway because if they if they're trying to access that level of horsepower, they can't emulate. Like the emulator won't do what they need. And the people who built these for Intel machines five, 10, 15, 20 years ago aren't interested in trying to update to go to some new mystery architecture that Apple puts out. So those people may Even if this machine shipped with the exact same amount of memory as the 2019 cheese grater, it is entirely possible the 2023 cheese grater, which I believe to be the only time we ever had something name checked for a product announcement in a previous event from Apple before we actually saw it, um, is that they may not be able to do any, this specific group of people may not be able to do anything with that anyway, by virtue of it being a non-Intel processor.
5: A great I point. think that's. I, well, I disagree. I think it's really unlikely. It's 2023. Nobody's writing an assembly code anymore. Um, you know, porting between architectures is like that. Um, nobody's nobody's using that kind it of application in some. T- it, it's, it's not a bother. It's you know.
4: It's a bother, it's, even if you have to go check a box. It's an additional step that some people don't do. As all of us on this panel know, because every one of us, if I ask every one of you, everyone has people, an app that is something that didn't make it from 68K to PowerPC, that didn't make it from PowerPC to Intel, that didn't make it from Intel to Apple Silicon. There's always somebody that goes, I'm not, I don't feel like checking that box. And so the app doesn't work anymore.
5: The end. People, people that are buying $60,000 computers, they can check, they can check a box. And again, you know, I think, like I say, it's probably only a few hundred customers. So, you know, that's where, you know, if there was a porting problem at some tool that they were using, um, you know, those people making the tools are also looking and saying, but, you know, it, it, it's whatever they're doing, if, if they were running a Mac app, you know, it would be what, what you're tr- saying could be true if it was a Windows app or a Linux app, but, you know, they were already running apps that ran on Mac OS and apps that run on Mac OS, you check a box, you're done. Um, So So, so I'm
0: I'm going to take us in another direction just because we're talking about a, a, a very, very small subset of customers that this may not address. Let's talk about a lot of customers that this does address with, with a ridiculous amount of Thunderbolt ports with expansion slots. Finally, you know that I mean this. This answers a, a a lot of the criticisms that came on with the trash can Mac, and you know the the trash can Mac was not deemed a successor to the Mac Pro, <laughs> and,
6: and
0: you know and and whether you agree with that or not, you know that's the way that it it ended up being viewed because there was all this expansion that it could not do, uh, or had very limited options this device looks like it has a lot more of that return to, I can build this in and connect pretty much anything that, you know, is out there and make use of it.
5: Well, that's what the 2019 machine did. So now they're basically, they have both. I mean, the Mac studio is basically a trash can, except it's not in that shape. Mm -hmm. Um, And this Mac pro, it looks like it's basically the same guts as the Mac studio but they put it in a chassis where you can you know plug more boards and ports into it but the internals of it are the same as the Mac Studio
0: Eric you I should, you know. should just-
7: yeah and 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 it's good because the internals are almost the same and for a whole lot of people that don't need all the extra stuff you get all the power without paying the extra two grand
0: and if you need a lot of stuff you still have all those thunderbolt ports to connect. Yep. So
3: yeah. I don't know. And I mean with the oh, Ben. Well
5: Sorry. the studio has quite a few thunderbolt yeah. ports too, not as many but
3: yeah. yeah. With, with those extra thunderbolt ports and PCIe slots, I suspect there's probably an additional uh controller in there that has those additional PCIe lanes. Probably on the motherboard. Well it'd have to be on the motherboard, but uh, that probably Are those lanes is on the different.
5: Apple Silicon chip? I think they're on the chip itself. I, I don't
3: know. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of it has a lot of PCIe lanes on that just don't exist on the Mac studio. I mean, we're going to have to have someone like ours uh, go in and find out exactly what's in that SOC.
1: But Yeah, but, but underlining Ben, you know, I noted during the uh, presentation, uh, I think it was a woman who was presenting at that point, uh, near the end in the wrap-up, you know, she really underscored that, yes, you know, <laughs> I forget the exact words he was using, but it's to the point, yes, it's, you know, PCI and has, you know, lots of lanes, so it's going to be very high performance.
0: Brittany, I, I want to take us to the uh, to the MacBook Air. Uh, I don't know about your anybody else's reaction. When they started talking about the thinness, I thought, oh, no, no, not again. Please, not again. But this looks like a pretty decent little machine.
7: Yeah, I would agree. Um- Probably, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> I had some. I have some thoughts on that. I jumped indeed. Um, the uh, the fifteen inch was is, was a, was a nice, good, sweet spot because uh, you know everybody had the thirteen inch, and I I just got the thirteen inch, so it's it's a it's a really nice uh, machine. Eighteen hours of battery life—that's pretty impressive. I think that really stood out what, for what I saw. Yeah, it's thin, but that's great. But it's got the bigger screen. Uh, but I think for those who have the M1 MacBook Air and the, or the M2 MacBook Air, I don't know if there's any compelling reason to upgrade. Um, it is a nice size screen, um, uh, but it does have the M2 processor, which is the same in the 13-inch. Um, so there's really no difference other than it's really the screen size. Um, but, but beyond that, yeah, they 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 sp- they spotted the the six-speaker sound system and i'm sure it sounds really good um but you can max it out at 24 gigs of ram and to get two terabytes of uh storage so if you really need to have that ton of storage Uh, but the base price 12.99 i think was a very very good sweet spot when it comes to that size it's going to really be a competitor to uh your uh it's it's pc it's uh, comparing uh, competitive uh, pc only because that's the pretty much the sweet spot for uh uh, for screens when it comes to uh, laptops uh, these days. And I, I, I can see Apple's going to sell these quite well. I mean, education, they give an education discount. So for the education market for 11, 1199 uh, and then 1299 for the, uh, for the, the regular price on it. So and eight gigs well, why around. Is it you know. An air?
4: This is the part that baffles me. Why is it an air? Give me a new 15 inch machine that doesn't cost as much. And that's great. But why is it an air?
0: I- think kelly because it only has two thunderbolt ports right and no fan am i
4: the only person who remembers the first air the one that steve pulled out yes of the you, manila yes envelope?
5: yes you are that's i i one. know i owned one my I ipod own nano one. I and one. i are I the bought only one.
4: people who remember this yeah. day, you know? <clears throat> well so here's the reason that i'm asking because the whole point of the air initially was to be a sidekick it was an ancillary machine it was the thing that you took with you because there wasn't an iPad yet, and it was meant to be the, like, if you have lighter weight computing needs, technological honesty, the thing I tell you about all the time, then this could be a great machine for you. Otherwise, it came in an 11-inch and a um, 13-inch and everyone I know who bought the little ones because uh, they were all guys, uh, they decided they were the air club for men which I thought was very funny, and that machine the point of that machine was you take it back and then like you do your actual stuff on an iMac a mini uh you know a a big old previous cheese grater whatever it was you had you had like a different computer that was where you sat and did your stuff and then you had this one for the occasional I'm going to a conference I'm going to a coffee shop I am taking notes in meetings whatever and so to have it be the the big girl machine, but have it also be called an air is very odd to me. It just seems like a another weird branding thing.
8: The thing about language though is it changes. A phone used to be a mm-hmm. thing that you made phone calls on. <laughs> you I mean, can yeah. choose so, to make a phone call on a phone now, but you may not also. Um, and and I just think people got really comfortable with that meaning not pro and mm-hmm. and that that was the yeah. consumer default device and so apple just said okay fine this is what you want this is what you get it's so like also- crazy
7: and i'll 50, say that it's 50. it does have okay. comparisons it has comparisons i can i can firsthand compare it to it i have an m2 macbook air i have an m1 pro 16 inch macbook mm-hmm. pro and mm-hmm. yes i'm on that, that one right now that's my my main daily driver that i do here but i've been using this air a lot and i i am really liking it because you know i i took i take it out on the road i'm out you know out out and about and Mm -hmm. be able to pull that thing out and it's so lightweight but it's you're still getting the same power That i i don't notice much difference so i think that's what uh, i mean yeah i i i I kind to agree with you with a companion device but but i think this is also device that's a full-time device and mark made the point of the lower price point you know the yeah. the 15 the the 14 inch macbook pro starts at two so thousand dollars this yeah, big boy maybe. i've got was th- almost three thousand dollars so
4: right i'm just saying it didn't have to be an air like i don't think of a 15 inch well, screen and air as yeah. the same they're, product they're setting category, precedents. so it's well, but that's all but
0: now but you know, now they now it is the same category and, yeah. and I, kelly i agree with what what the air was originally supposed to be but mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way people received it or used it mm-hmm. because most, I mean, it's frankly, not. most people it don't have multiple up. laptops laying around or multiple machines.
4: Right. right. But so, people also didn't need, like a lot of people don't need any more than an Air would have given them at the time either. Like, you know, that's why a lot of people's upgrade from whatever old computer they have, be it Apple or be it not, can be an iPad. You know, if you're looking at The occasional web page and reading your email, and maybe you bank online and you have a social media account or two, then you don't need more than an iPad. And lots of people have upgraded to a new machine for their daily, you know, as the, the main piece of their personal tech stack. And it's been an iPad instead of having anything at all. And I'm not trying to harsh on the air. This is my work computer, it's a 13 inch air, and I do everything I need to do on it all day, every day. Inclu- including this morning when everything got fire. And it and it's never flinched. M1 Air, happy with it. I'm not trying to, to besmirch the good name of the MacBook Air product line. I'm just confused how Air and 15-inch go together because remember, I think when they made the 13-inch Air, it was like an act of revolution at that point. And I know times have changed and all of that, but it's just a very confusing thing like it could have just been a macbook it could have you know to keep it separate from the pro it didn't have to be an air it could have just been a macbook
0: eric well, if- i want I, I want i want eric in because he he represents the education market and i thought it was interesting that they specifically mentioned an education price for this machine so um or excuse me, i'm well eric and 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 uh, brian i'm sorry i'm saying it's been a long day um, but so, so, you know, does this, I mean, is this, it's not cheap enough to be, uh, to, to deploy to all the students, but is this a, is this a machine that educators want and will flock to? Brian?
6: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought Eric was going first. And my apologies. Well, um, um, I know for, for me, I could see this as a, laptop that's provided to staff members. Um, I don't think, I think mostly for students, it would be definitely something that would be more of a the smaller 13 inch model. That would be, that would be more for the students. Uh, that's kind of the setup that we have right now at our school. Um, we use, you know, f- for what it's worth, we're, we're on Windows platform, but um, I could see, you know, definitely going with the cheaper model uh, smaller screen for students, and the the 15-inch model for staff members.
0: Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash macvoices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users, right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. You can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot macvoices. Collide.com macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by HelloFresh. Go to hellofresh.com slash macvoices16 and use the code Mac macvoices16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I'm busy. No, really busy. You're busy. No, really busy, right? Need dinner ready like now? Look for quick and easy recipes on the HelloFresh menu, including fast and fresh options ready in just 15 minutes or less. This summer, spend less time meal planning and prepping with HelloFresh's pre-proportioned ingredients that make it easy to get cooking quick. HelloFresh is your recipe for success. From foolproof instructions to high-quality proteins and veggies, HelloFresh brings out your inner chef with every tasty, easy-to-prepare meal. And my inner chef can use all the help he can get. Go to HelloFresh.com/slash MacVoices16 and use the code MacVoices16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash MacVoices16 and the code MacVoices16 to score 16 free meals plus free shipping. Find out just how convenient and just plain good HelloFresh is.
7: Thanks to HelloFresh for supporting MacVoices. Well, I can also say, I can kind of speak on the education side of it because of my spouse is a teacher, that the fact that um, all these kids have Chromebooks, I think this is going to be a very attractive thing to to, to the education uh, industry as a whole. They're going to see now, even if they get the M1 MacBook Air for nine they'll probably get a lesser price than that for it. That That's a great base model and have a Mac and have a better experience uh, than uh, what they're doing now with Chromebooks
6: you yeah. the uh,
7: uh the silence of the air for a yeah, lot too. of users is the critical mm-hmm. they need it not to make any noise um and the compromises on the original air to make it super slow so that it was quiet it made it unusable but the the current um airs the m the 13-inch M1 the M2 the new 15-inch all of them are silent they all work really well for people um, yep. so yeah it's 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 a perfectly usable useful machine and and we've been buying them and we we'll, You know the 15s
6: I, I would add one more thing too just thinking about one of the benefits is the battery life and how much, you know, just throughout the whole entire day of using this machine over and over again, uh, we have so many students who bring their computers back and forth. And oftentimes they'll leave their charger at home and then they'll need to plug in at school and need to, it's a matter of, those are hot commodities, those, those chargers <laughs> And to have five students who need uh, a charger and there's only two or three chargers available. It's it's playing a game of okay, who gets the charge first? You get to a reasonable level. Okay, switch it out, swap it with somebody else. You know, having this extended battery life, that's that's a game changer, really. Interesting. Yeah.
0: How how about um let's jump we're we're starting to run short on the designated time as be that whatever it is. Um how about the changes to to coming to iOS? I mean, I I personally thought there were a lot of things there that I was really yeah. excited over that that actually solve an issue. Maybe it's not something I fully recognize as a problem, but it definitely is something that I'm like, wow, that's something I will use. Give us an example or two, please. Uh, the the first one that comes to mind is the the live voicemail. Yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah I mean, in a that's in great. a world where I I don't answer the phone anymore if I don't recognize the number and I inevitably have to call people back because of it. This, this is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Well,
7: that did stand hey. out for me. Uh, the other thing too, is uh, uh, always the, the issue when someone calls you on FaceTime and then it says not available. Now you can actually leave a message and it's, it can be a video message too. So uh, I think that's, that, that's going to uh, improve the experience with FaceTime. Um, the, the, uh, uh, the other stuff was kind of fun you know like the live stickers and the the contact posters a lot of fun stuff but I mean that's just kind of expecting it you know it was also interesting that they're dropping the hay on the on the s lady um mm-hmm. that I think that's uh but it's s uh, lady still not gonna go work as as well as it no. should but <laughs> I but the, I I guess it's one less thing you have to say but then it's also one more thing that could happen if you do say it and that's what we can't even say s- unless it's s lady as it is now because it, it'll trigger it um you know so that i think that's uh, another thing that kind of stood out when it comes to some of the changes um i the messages too I mean, The messages in itself it being have all your apps in in one place that you use the most you know the the uh letting your friend know you arrived safely catching up and swipe to reply uh, the search filters—that was another really big thing. I think the search filters that they added in messages is going to be something that really is going to be an improvement. We all, a lot of us, all of us probably most mostly live in, in messages these days. And anytime you remember, oh yeah, I remember that message from, that I talked about, and try to find a try to find a search for it. You know, it's it, it was it was always a, always a challenge. Um, uh, so good good to see some of those improvements there. And then they're yeah they're looking to. to, to Give, you know, the, the three core things that we've been using all the time, the phone messages and FaceTime to put some focus on that Finally, because it's been a long time since they had made some changes uh, um, to those. So I thought that that was something really good.
5: I think this kind of felt like a snow leopard year, maybe not so much in terms of bug fixes, although hopefully that too. But in terms of features, like rather than going for like these big, huge right. blockbuster features, there's just like dozens and dozens of like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's Hmm. neat. And there's so many, you know, I can't even remember them, but I just remember over and over going like, yes, wow. I can't believe that, you know, they're (laughs) actually working on that. Oh, (laughs) right. You know, and, and the, the uh, the state of the union, which was for developers this afternoon was really uh, the same thing. No big blockbusters, but tons of, you know, I just you know, know up in Cupertino there was lots of cheering and on Mastodon and whatnot, developers are real happy.
7: Mm-hmm. Um uh, there was I was watching some of it and boy, you're right. They're 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 just boom, 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 and just get through yeah. the stuff and there's ton of stuff to, to talk about. Yeah. Well, and, we, and
5: good but, stuff. I remember a year or two ago and it was like the state of the union was only like an hour and fifteen minutes and yeah. nothing. And I was like, What?
7: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mark one other feature. And this is it's a little thing, but that's kind of what I mean is that stuff I will use is standby.
7: Yes. I was I mean, read my mind. I, I was f- looking at it to talk about here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean I've I've got an app that I run every night that puts a clock on my on my screen and it, I have it in in portrait or excuse me in landscape orientation. And now I don't need that app. Now I've got this, and if I wanted to, it can provide a whole lot more information or it can just have your basic. You know, uh, in this image I'm looking at 9:41 Monday, fifth, 76 degrees. That's about all I really need to know.
6: Yeah, I
1: I was my ear. I saw that, and then they made the comment. You know, we want to make ways that you can use your iPhone even when you're not holding it. You know, when it's just lying down. So mm-hmm. I think you know this is to me this is you know uh, quintessential Apple. You know. Incrementally adding new ways and new value to their product, so that you know their ecosystem and their devices become ever and ever and ever more appealing. And uh, I mean, we kind of have had that with the uh, Apple Watch, and now we can do you know similar things with the Apple phone. Plus, you know, as you were saying, Chuck, you, you can you know have other other devices and other widgets out there oh the other thing i would observe it seems like we've come a uh, hundred you know 360 degrees from you know widgets used to be fine and then they got deprecated and now they're coming back on
5: all devices yeah you can't kill a good idea the, i do kind of feel widgets. like yeah i do kind of feel like I don't feel like this is quintessential Apple, although your watch example is somewhat, but I feel like in the past, so often Apple, like they they come out with some splashy new feature and they're like, woo. And then it's like they never do another thing with it ever. You know, it's like they never, they don't fix bugs. They don't make minor tweaks to it. And, you know, it's like they just move the whole team to something else and it's abandoned where, and qu- um,
1: Jim, I agree that's quintessential
5: apple, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're starting the
1: start of the cycle,
5: but this year, but yeah, but this year it, it it feels like, oh somebody went in and looked in and said, "Let's go back and you know actually fix up and do a bunch of these little usability things that you're always like, why doesn't apple just do this little tweak that drives me nuts and, you know over and over again Kelly oh do Kelly I I'm, I'm wrong.
4: I'm shaking my head only because they didn't fix the thing in messages that has officially now driven me up a wall for Mm. more than one year. It has been many. And that is why does everything have to be a speech balloon that takes up a bunch of space? Like I understand it so that you can sell me a 12 inch phone that won't fit in my pocket. (laughs) But the fact remains All of those take up a whole bunch of space and they don't have to. It could be a little block and a little block. Just take the little thing off. You want to talk about a little thing that bugs me? It's the little speech balloony part. One is blue and one is not. And one is green and one is not. And, you know, that's between you and your Lord. But the difference is, like, you could be saving so much space. And especially for people who are zoomed in a little bit and maybe using something a little larger than the system default, all you are doing is wasting that space that those people could be using to get a little bit more text on that massive screen. Like, everybody's going to have to huff around an iPad mini with a cell phone plan in order to be able to read messages at some point. And it's just so frustrating that they can't do anything to even give you the option to make that... A little bit more compact, a little bit refined, a little bit better. Because the little things that I see, once again, no, Kelly, just you, are things like that. Or let me change the highlighting color in notes. What if I don't want it, everything to be gold? What if I don't? Like, could it be not gold? (sighs) Apparently that's, you know, really. Kelly, your original
5: thing is. You've just identified why they came out with a 15-inch MacBook Air.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I never said there was anything wrong with it being a 15-inch machine. I'm not mad about the computer. The computer is awesome. If if I could spoil things for a second, you can actually have like a 10-foot
8: messages window now if you get the apple vision pro so you know if i want to strap it to my head yeah
0: okay Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna we're gonna use that as a segue (laughs) over because that's that's exactly where we want to go and we're already there's no way to control this i just
4: want to say one tiny little thing which is what i noticed in a lot of the stuff that was new like here's a new thing on the ipad or here's a new thing on the mac or here's a new thing on the phone is that it's not so much that it's new as that it was new to that platform. It was like they did musical chairs and a bunch of people on the watch team went, you know what's awesome on the watch is nightstand mode. Maybe we should do that to your phone or widgets are really awesome on your phone. Maybe they should be on your computer. And that's what I noticed a lot in in this particular keynote was the things that are new to each platform aren't new to Apple users. They're just new to that one segment. That was all.
0: That's not a bad thing. But, but if there, if, I didn't say if was
4: each, a bad thing. That was each, the thing I noticed.
0: Yeah. If each system is learning from the other mm-hmm. and they're observing how people use the different Id- the different yeah. devices, you know, okay. then great. It's I mean, I don't want every feature on it. my Mac. Yeah. I don't want every feature on my Mac on my watch yeah. or on my phone. You know, I, I I want I want what's appropriate there. Yeah. So. It was just
4: nice to see. It was like some people on one team actually used some of the devices from the other teams and went, hey, that's a good idea. Maybe we should do that, too. It was, it was kind of an overall thing that I noticed. That was one of the, one of the two things that I overall um, that struck me about the keynote.
0: Yeah. That was it. Okay, so Webb is very, very quiet, so I want to give him first shot at the, uh, the Vision Pro.
5: He,
6: he pulls his um, mic down very, loud. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Um, first of all, looking at Mark's uh background, uh, I just don't know where the first gen Apple vision is going to end up, whether it's going to be on the, the trash heap of history or whether it's going to be the, the groundbreaker. Um, it, it, it's it's interesting, and the approach that that uh Apple's taken, I think, is very unique. Um, um, it's it's the first generation it's very expensive I think that hurts it a lot but I I think that's what they're trying to do is it's really more of a, a developmental type device if you will if you'll allow me to use that phrase um I think it's neat uh you know one of the things I've heard is that they nobody's really come out with the killer app yet I don't know what that would be it, it's uh, um my my days of killer app goes back to Aldous and desktop publishing mm-hmm. um that was the killer mm-hmm. app but that was the killer app for the laser printer um and really kind of just that so anyway I I it's interesting it, it's uh um I want to try it um I'm don't plan on buying one I've said that many times before and ended up <laughs> doing something that, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, what
8: I guess do you have I, two, one for work and one for
2: personal. I'm just curious. Well, if I get one for work, that means someone else is paying for it. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Can I just point out that a Pro XDR display is $5,000 and this yeah. is only 3500
5: So you're going to get two of them, Chuck? And it no. fits in my
8: bag.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I, I just, I, I feel like frankly, when, when they started going through this, um, and I'm glad they didn't put the price up front. Of course, they never do. But by the time that the presentation was finished, I, I feel like Meta, you know, the guys over at Meta had to be crawling in a hole somewhere and say, yeah. yeah, we should never have brought this up, you know, because they've just been completely outclassed. Of course, five hundred dollars versus thirty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, you're going to be able to do a lot more. But the attention to detail, the attention to mm-hmm. all all the little issues that come with having uh, something wrapping around your face, and them trying to make that as as transparent sorry for the pun there um, as possible. I, I just I felt like I, I was very pleasantly surprised, and the thirty-five hundred dollars didn't didn't bother me. Doesn't mean I'll buy one. I do yeah. want to try it out first and get an idea of just how useful it could be. But I I just I thought it was I wonder
5: cool. I wonder if the R&D for this is more than what R&D for the car would be. I I'm, I'm seriously mm. thinking that, you know, after watching the the portion of the State of the Union where they talked about all the technology and the the you know, different um APIs and 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 whatnot, um, you know, clearly, you know, this is sort of a moonshot thing. Um, now, whether they'll make that back, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's an amazing, ambitious, it's really cool. But, you know, how big the market's going to be outside of the cost, even, I just wonder how many people are going to want to have this thing on their face for hours on end. Um. You know, the battery
8: uh, only lasts two hours if you're lucky. So,
5: well, you can plug it in though. Yes. And I think most they'll mostly be used plugged in. That's what's going to wind up being the case. Um, um, Ben,
0: Ben, you were
3: waving your arm. Yeah. Um, When people talk about the killer adapt app, the killer app is adaptability, it can be your TV it can be that super display for your, for your Mac. It can be your communications device. It can be whatever you want it to be. Are you and eventually it? this. <laughs>
7: <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. If, if, it, if, if, I win the if lottery... it's your
5: TV, if it's, if it's your TV, do you live alone, Ben? I don't know, but yes. Uh, Okay, so it could be your t v but in most households, are you gonna buy four of them or five of them, or however many? um you know, um this is a one user thing, and I think that's one of the one of the problems with it is people tend to work in groups, and an awful lot of the what they were talking about were entertainment um you know they they didn't really have any application of like here's how you can make money with this then none.
0: Um, oh wait a minute, Jim! I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not know. saying no I, one I, will, I will make
5: money with it, but they didn't show any.
0: No, no, but I, oh. but I meant the, the the entertainment versus productivity. I mean, I I for one love the idea of having screens all you know all through my field of vision, and having multiple screens and multi, you know that basically right now would be Windows on our Mac, but being able to have those open as large as I want or as small as I want, and have lots of them. You know we'll, so we'll see
5: I, how you know that really looks and and you know how and also having that uh, over your face for you know eight hours a day um maybe, but um you know um <clears throat> the other thing one thing I was wondering about is okay, it's covering your eyes, so no one else can see what you're seeing in in at least in the room with you right, but apparently they'll be able to hear what you're hearing. Um, which I thought was really a strange thing. Cause really? you know, I mean, I mean, is that any
1: louder than what you're listening to if you have a set of airpods in?
5: But AirPods, exactly. AirPods are in. This is not in. It's you know, I have a, a headset like this, it's called the Monster Boomerang, and it does the same thing. It's great for me, but you know, it it's you know, for going for a walk or something, but other people can hear it, you know, that are a few feet from me. And conversely, you'll be able to hear anything in the room. So if there were other people talking, that's going to interfere with, with you. So, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Eric and I were having a conversation earlier. We had a pre show and, you know, it was like, well, maybe, maybe they can make it work with AirPods. So, you know, that seems like something they could easily do and might be a good thing for, for that kind of situation. Yeah. But I, I do think, of- you know, if you have, Five people in a room or more than one it's a expensive and b you know what's it going to be like
0: yeah
1: brian i just switched my background to uh an image about (laughs) i think it's 2015 you know i had lunch with frederick uh, johnson and he had uh, the google you know thing and he gave it to me and i put it on and couldn't quite get it to work, but it, you know, I had a professional photographer take my image with that, and uh, you know, that's um, you know, like a, eight years ago in terms of evolution of these uh, devices, and that thing basically only would give you little, you know, data prompts, you know. But uh, we'll have to see. I, I'm I'm excited by this device. I'm excited where its future could be. I could see this uh in 2 to 4 years getting down to a, a 12 or you know $1500 price point. So um uh, uh we'll have to see what happens. Yeah.
0: Brian?
6: Yeah, I was just going to mention uh I thought the same thing when I when I was looking at it and I said, you know, everyone around you is going to be able to hear what you're hearing and experiencing. But uh, they had the demo video and I was watching it and there was a segment that a person was using it on an airplane and uh, looking at their ears. In that particular instance, they had AirPods in their ears. So I figured that, you know, similarly, if we're using our our Macs or our iPhones and we put in our AirPods, that that sound transfers to that instead of the uh, external speakers.
0: Yeah. Um, in the chat room, David says, uh, not our David, but another David says the killer app is presence. FaceTime likely to be that for a bunch of people, in his opinion. So I don't know. Yeah, interesting. The one other thing though that I was kind of surprised, and then they hit you, you know, with like with five different punches after that, and you sort of lost it. <laughs> this is the Apple Vision Pro implying that there uh-huh. at some point will be maybe an Apple vision or an Apple mm-hmm. vision SE or air. an Apple vision mini or air or, you know, something. So the, the, this pro this price point might be, you know, a starting point, but yeah. it may go in both directions, go down and up. Mm-hmm. I'll, and, I'll, I'll, and, I'll... and then so I'll, I'll let you go on a second date, but then Jim, to your point, you know, then this may become a lot more, um, a lot more, a lot more palatable to folks. But the other, the other point that was raised in a podcast I was on this afternoon is w- when the 3D craze was out there, people were still sitting in the same room, but they had to put glasses on.
7: Oh, it's ridiculous glasses!
0: You know, yeah. I mean, and and not nearly the quality of what we would expect to see with this. So, yeah. David, I'm sorry I interrupted you.
7: No, 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 that's okay. I wanted to bring another point about the commitment to this 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 device is Disney. I was very surprised to see Bob Iger come out on stage and said, you know, it's Disney's 100th year, and the, and he said they're fully committed to this and they're they're partnering with Apple to do all the entertainment. You know, obviously Disney's a big a big thing, and then Disney Plus is going to be on the device on day one. So they're 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 fully committing this entertainment. Uh, and if Disney's going to do that, you can guarantee the other other entertainment companies are going to follow suit and want to get in on this. Um, so there, there's another angle to this device too.
1: Yeah,
8: I found it yeah. really interesting that the first you know, it felt like ten fifteen minutes. I don't know what it actually was in real time um felt like it was so so were you doing any virtual reality is this only augmented um to the point where i wasn't sure if it was actually see through or pass through um it's pass through we you know it was very obvious later right. um and my brother is an ar developer and he's pretty wary about using anything that isn't see through um in case there's any delay or um, lack of precision for the particular type of development they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they have high-end clients who need precision. That's why they use this tool. Um, Burn. even though it's a fairly easy port, um, because they already have an, an iPhone app. S- or it's in beta. I've played with it. But yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting, knowing the only professional that I know who is in the market for one of these. Um, for a professional reason, may not sure. choose to go
1: with it. So I have a very important point to make, you know, and it's spent, you know, it got only maybe 12 seconds of screen time. You know, they mentioned when they're talking about their lens system, they mentioned, oh, and we have this thing with Zeiss that so we can have, you know, optical corrective lenses that you can drop in mm-hmm. and okay. bingo. I think that's for, you know, two thirds of the population who need, you know, you know, image correction for either, you know, glasses or contacts. I think that, you know, that really needs to be played up when this device launches for real late this year or probably early next year.
5: Uh, And also the the population that can afford this device is probably approaching 100% needing vision correction.
0: Good point. It just, I mean, unfortunately, you know, we had a, we had a keynote that was stuffed full of so many things and there are a dozen questions you'd like to ask about each one mm-hmm. of the features enhancements products, you know, and that's why, that's why I said we're not going to dig into this too deep, you know, on these first couple of Mac voices live sessions, because right. we'll be talking about this for a long time. Oh, as far so as you. I know, and, and somebody correct me on this, but the MacBook air ships, I think
5: Next week. Next, next, week. Week. next, next week. week. And yeah. the Mac Pro too. Yeah, all the Pro, the Mac,
0: the Mac Pro, and the Studio, and the Studio. Yes. All the products to yeah.
7: so, be ordered today, and the ship next week.
0: Yeah, but I think those are the only. Everything else we're
7: going to be talking about for a long time before. Oh, the glasses get won't be them.
0: until next year,
7: sometime. Yeah, yeah.
4: glasses are next year. Yeah,
1: key, yeah. key key question: Did anyone here? Did they say anything at all about how much this you know, product will weigh?
7: I don't know if the specs are on there on the site.
1: No, I, I went and I, I, went, I searched. I went through a fine-tooth comb, and uh, nah, I searched the weight in. or grams or pounds or other thing. You know, absolutely nothing in terms of their press release. That's no, a great and point I don't recall mark. hearing mm-hmm. it during uh, the video. I haven't had a chance to go back to it, but I'm just wondering if anyone else here heard anything about that. Nope. About I spent a lot of time think.
7: of the design and connection and technology. I'm, I'm. I have the video playing. And I'm just scanning through it to see if it pops up quickly here. But um, no, I don't remember them saying it.
3: I don't think the device is quite final yet.
7: Yeah, that's the problem. That's why they wouldn't say it. Which so you kind of People,
3: I, I think they What's must have
5: that? a pretty good idea how much it's going to weigh.
7: Oh, well, it could change.
5: Well, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't think yeah. substantially. I mean, clearly they've gotten really far um you know they they have units people are using them um yeah
0: web i saw you pull your mic down which usually oh I, I was just say. going to say
2: that uh um the the weight is important um uh the external battery pack is i think that was designed to uh, try to lessen decrease the weight hanging off your face um, oh, right. so, so I, I, I think that there, there's something, something there. I, it's, I want to see it. I want to play with it, see if I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's exciting. It, you know, there, there are a couple of things that, uh, um, you know, it's driven by the M two and also the, the new chip, the R one, not exactly sure what that is, um, but uh, you know, one of the things that, and I don't want to backtrack, one of the things that is really impressed me about the whole M series of processors, uh, going back is the battery life and how they have really extended in and it continues to. Uh we all talked, I have the same uh, M1 uh, uh MacBook Pro. Just love it. And the battery life is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. at least I'm impressed with it. So um anyway. Me too. Anyway, the 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 uh, processors that they're putting in are, are, interesting. The, what was the, and I just saw a little bit of it, uh, on the video for the, the, um, Apple vision was the, um, is it a, a eyeball authentication? Is that what I saw? Yeah, um, it was uh, mm-hmm. retina,
7: retina. Uh, yeah, I thought record. that was,
2: that was interesting. So, um, yeah.
0: anyway, that's science fiction stuff that we've been seeing for years, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden here it is built into these. Uh, what do, I mean, what are we calling them? They're not. Are they goggles? Headset. Headset? headset,
1: isn't it? Apple I don't Vision. know. We, it's yeah. Apple Vision. Just mm-hmm. Apple Vision. Sure. Is,
0: yeah.
1: We'll create yeah. a new. We'll create a new thing like Xerox or you know Kleenex. New word.
0: Well, they they created something new: spatial computing. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was that was new. And I I kind of like that because that really, really seemed to fit what they were showing you. You could do mm-hmm. uh, with with it. One other thing that we haven't touched on at all that I think is is brilliant. And I said it this afternoon. So if, if you saw that, forgive me. But none of this arm waving stuff of um, of Minority Report. It's just you know you have have your arm you know resting on the sofa and you just click your fit you tap your fingers together yeah, you're just or doing you know flick. Yeah, well,
5: I think I think that depends on the software from what I uh, saw in the State of the Union. It sounds like you certainly could make, um, you know, and there were places like weren't they like dragging the side, you know, grabbing the side and changing the size that was minority report ish. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, but it just didn't feel like that—that was the main part of the interface. Now, again, this is a look. We're, we're working off a demo video, so yeah. You know, who's to say? But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, an already report was just you know, Cruz was whipping things all over the place, and and this just felt whoops. This just that felt a lot.
5: That was a movie. More it reasonable. Looked, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Kelly? Question,
4: you know, Jim. Um, Question.
1: You know, from what I've seen or from what I've read, limited what I've read. Is no one was able? No journalists were actually able to wear the device, yeah. look and gawk mm-hmm. at it. You know, from afar. You know, uh, sort of like you know, yeah. the original iPhone back I thought, in its day. I you know, Stern does, anyone know, does anyone know? Did any journalists you know get a chance to uh, look at it?
7: Or? I thought Joanna Stern was able to. Yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah. we'll see. Their favorite.
7: We'll see their favorite
1: supporters have had access. You know, and Robin Roberts said, is. Robin
2: mm-hmm. Roberts is interviewing Tim Cook tomorrow morning on GMA, Good Morning America, and uh, she's she, they're saying that she's going to try it on and comment on it
5: I,
1: too. I, so, but I, it's I very limited. That's a Disney subsidiary. That makes of sense. Of course it is.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I saw point. some posts on Mastodon hinting that the you know there was an undisclosed you know Apple said you know there's an event Monday night and i i thought i saw something that said that's going to be developers getting to try out um the headset
4: and they did announce like there will be develop there will be a developers kit available uh but also that there will be um like centers or something like places you can go and check it out for yourself was kind of how it, yeah. the impression that i was getting from the wording in the At the State of the Union,
5: there are six six cities around the world where they're going to have centers that developers can go. Yeah. Um, And then apparently, some developers are, um, they didn't mention it in in the video. They only said there are places you can go. And they left Mm -hmm. the impression I was left with was you weren't going to, you know, they weren't going to give developers any. But later, I saw online that. Apparently, they are gonna like you can apply and um,
1: Jim, did they say when that will be available soon?
5: The, the, the sessions, the
7: well, things, being able to go to the sensors. center, the demo, the, demo um, with the
5: some this later this summer.
7: Okay, there, there, there's so, still so a long way so one, so one of us, no, had... there's a long way to go with this. Oh,
5: yeah,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, but also, it, I, I, I mean. Just to repeat myself from earlier, I th- I th- they just blew metal right out of the water. Yeah, I mean, Metis med- thing looks like a toy now, at best, hundred mm-hmm. percent, and not even
3: a nice toy.
8: But it's I'm... a toy you could afford to give somebody. Yeah,
3: yeah that's true. Yeah, but nobody's going to want it now. Yeah,
8: yeah. yeah Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, we actually, it's sales the will best. go up because one <laughs> of
5: you know, this. I, I, you know Cupertino, maybe.
8: Sales will, will go up. They, yep, don't have 35 for the Quest bucks, 3. I can buy oh, this that one. looks cool. Yeah. What can I actually get?
0: Yeah, it's that. Well, that, if, I, you, if it, you want a toy, you Kindle can buy sale, a toy.
4: Kindle sales tick up when there's a new iPad. You know, like there's always, you know, Apple's doing two things. First of all, they're increasing the market, and then, you know, first of all, they're doing what they can do to sell more of their own stuff. But another thing that they're doing is also making other people aware that maybe that that particular thing is a market that people could be interested in, you know, finding out that you can get an iPad, you know, an iPad that's $500. Like that might not be for you, but maybe a Kindle, you know, you look at a Kindle fire and it's got your, all your Kindle books, but also you can do your email on it. That might be appealing to some people. Like they're also just making the market wider by expanding awareness of things like, You know, there is a reasonable thing that you can put on your head that doesn't cost as much as the new Mac Pro, you know, and that Mm -hmm. might make a difference. I mean, my big takeaway from the whole headset thing, my two big takeaways are now we can listen to people talk about a different rumor. Hallelujah. And (laughs) how excited Tim Cook was because it was written all over his face. And for a man who is the pinnacle of composure and buttoned up, go back and watch him say one more thing and (laughs) he gets he he gets to say it and it and mean it and it's outstanding and that little tiny little moment of like you can almost hear e, you know like the (laughs) squeeing was implied. And it was like right below the surface. And if you go back and watch really, really close, you can see Mm. written all over his face. And it just (laughs) made me wonder like how many takes they had to do to get him toned down that far, you know, because (laughs) who in the world, how many people in the world get to say one more thing and mean it In its original form, in its original place, in its its origin state, like that moment was like like my biggest takeaway. Because what I'm really going to do is wait until um, Brittany gets to hang out with her brother and find out the real deal about all of this from somebody who's been living and breathing AR and VR for a long time already and find out what he's got to say about it because that's going to be a very interesting conversation getting to see what people who are already in that space have to say about it once they've had a little time to look at what the development tools look like how you can build things for it um you know it's going to be interesting to see obviously what james thompson's going to do with his dice what james thompson's going to do with his calculator you know we know this to be true but additionally like Not just seeing stuff that we already know ported to this new headset, people who are already in the headset space and what they have to say about what this looks like, how it stacks up and putting that in the context of the other things that are available is the part I'm really looking forward to finding out more about.
0: We're pretty much at time, but there's one piece that we haven't touched on at all that I think is just so important, especially when you start talking about it in in comparison to the meta device. And that is the focus on privacy, that they, they took the time in this demo reel with all the other sizzle to specifically point out that we're not tracking where you're looking. You know, we're we're not so so. There's no invasion of privacy as to what part of the image you're you're focusing on first. You're only the only thing they're recording is you know what you settled on to advance or click or whatever they're going to call it. And and I thought that this listen, we always bring up science fiction things on this show, right? Does anybody remember a movie called Looker? Yeah. Yeah. Go Maybe. back if. Okay, go back, because that, that particular movie, I'm not going to spoil any of it, but it did address the issue of eye-tracking. And just, you know, now, look, I get it. It was science fiction. But there's a lot of reality to that going on now. And, oh. of course, that was, you know, it taken to an extreme. And, oh, my God, you know, the the world's going to end. But it, here, you know, yeah, it it is something that if Meta is strapping something on my face and then they're going to track it, everything I look at. You know, if, if 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 Eric's picture comes up, I'm going to pick up my Eric because it's easy. Okay, am I going to look? Let's see. What T-shirt does he have on? Or what's that? What's that blossom behind him? Or what's that big green thing hanging over? Or am I looking at Eric? You know, that that that's information that somebody's going to monetize in some way, sometime. And Apple is saying, not on our platform.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Did anybody else think that was really interesting? Uh, that they no, even brought I, it I up? agree. I agree with
7: you.
5: Well, certainly not surprising, but it was, you know, cool to see that, you know, they're definitely thinking about it from the start. And they they had several times, I mean, not just on this, but also on some of the, you know, n- new features on the other platforms where they had that little icon with the Apple and that yep. the leaf flipped and the around lock. and became a lock. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's
1: all all the way through, through all the, through almost every new app, you know, that they discussed, you know, privacy built in.
4: And pointing out a lot of on device, Mm -hmm. what things are on device or not. And, you know, your phone is doing this for you. Your iPad is doing this for you instead of sending it off somewhere to have Mm -hmm. it processed and then returned to you. Like this all happens right there on the thing in your hand.
1: That's so privacy has yeah. become the new thinner, lighter, more powerful market <laughs> freight catchphrase.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe so, but you there's awesome. no way you're there's no way you're going to convince me that Meta did not have those conversations about, hey, if we can get people to strap <laughs> this thing on, <laughs> we have new mm-hmm. new information that we can sell. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, of course.
0: Of course. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean they're I mean, a data I,
3: broker.
1: That that's one of the things that, you know, there is a lot of tracking that if you're reading something and you're you're scrolling your uh, cursor down, uh, all that gets fed back. So you know, pages can be optimized and they can judge, oh, you know, this person spent more time on you know this part of this paragraph. We were talking about this versus that. So uh it it, it absolutely is, you know, important. And
0: uh glad Apple you know, launched it, you know, right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. I just hope more is made of it, Mark, so that people are aware, because it's, it's very would be very easy to overlook this early in a technology. But
1: again, you know, we, we, this this audience uh, is a little bit different. You know, most people value free and, you know, and give up all sorts of information for free rather than spending money. So,
4: And that's um, why the meta headset is 500 bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to be fair about it, too. 'Cause I know I participated and I think probably just about everybody here participated at some point with the social media check-ins, you know, back when we didn't understand what was being done with the data. So we would happily announce where we were all the time. We'd, you know, go to our favorite pizza place or you know, check into Disney World or you know, a holiday in somewhere or something. And, you know, and I and i I was given some pathetic little points that and meanwhile somebody's making money off off the back end and so Mm -hmm. you know now we are a bit more savvy but there's still people that don't understand this stuff and don't think about it until after the fact after it's gone sorry i got preachy there for a minute um so I want to thank you all for the time, and I want to make sure that you all know you're invited back tomorrow night to do this again. You know, we'll obviously have different kinds of conversations about different aspects of it. There's so much in this keynote to discuss. Um, I think if I remember correctly, some of you said you couldn't make it tomorrow, but some other folks said they could tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. 8 p- if for your if folks, if you're listening live, please join us, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We're going to have the same basic topic as the keynote, but hopefully with different insights and we'll focus on some other things. Um, Join us in the chat room. Let us know what you think. Um, Or hit me up on Twitter or Mastodon or Facebook and let me know what you think about the announcements and maybe what you'd like to hear us talk about tomorrow night. Jim Ray, Brittany Smith, (coughs) pardon me, Ben Rathig, Eric Bolden, Webb Bixby, Mark Fuccio, Kelly Gamont. Brian Flanagan, Arthur's, David Ginsburg. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this tonight, this special edition of Mac Voices Live. We will see you all tomorrow night. Thanks for watching. Again, just a quick reminder that if you're seeing this or hearing this before June sixth at eight p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, please join us in the in our YouTube channel at youtube.com/slash Mac Voices TV for the second half of our wwdc keynote uh, panel i'm chuck joyner this is mac voices as always thanks for watching visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with chuck on social media get involved in our facebook group or like our facebook page and get more out of your apple tech with mac voices magazine free on flipboard and on the web and if you find value in it all